Hello, and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast version of my live stream that I uh, finished earlier. Uh, so if you're tuning in right now, uh, you're listening to a, a pre-recorded, but on tonight's broadcast, on tonight's uh, stream, tonight's podcast, whatever you want to call it, we're going to be wrapping up uh, Galatians chapter 6. And as we talk about uh, be not weary and well-doing. So thank you for joining me here on the podcast. And uh, I, I pray that you're edified with the word of God. Thank you again. this mind being you on a Thursday night. Uh, I think it's the 23rd of, well, who knows, with all this quarantining and uh, being locked down, days are kind of running into each other. Uh, I think we're in the month of April, pretty sure about that. And it's the 23rd and it's nine o'clock Central Standard Time. And welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. If you can hear me well and everything like that, make sure you uh, you comment on whatever platform you're listening on, uh, whether it's live stream on uh, Facebook Live or it's on YouTube. Uh, let me get this stuff pulled up here. Now that I got the production side of the house, I got us up and running. I'm recording. Everything's going good, uh, I believe. And um, we have people joining up on YouTube. All right. I see people starting to come in on YouTube and we see people uh, starting to join on Facebook Live. So it looks like everybody can hear me. I'm excited tonight to uh, conclude, uh, Lord willing, the uh, book of Galatians. Uh, The book of Galatians has been great um, as far as we took those two weeks. Well, we didn't really take them off, but we were moving. So, um, but um, we're going to finish it up tonight. And um, I'm excited about that. The book of Galatians has been speaking to me, um, especially on, uh, on remembering grace and uh, the liberty wherein we stand now because of that grace. And we're not under that law anymore that was just a, uh, the yoke of bondage. And uh, so anyways, we're going to finish it up tonight. Um, with that being said, I put a question. I don't know if anybody can see it on the Facebook side. Uh, but I put a question, uh, what would you like to, what book of the Bible would you like to study through together? I believe we're going to go to Ephesians next, uh, but if you have something out there that you would like us to study through um, together as a, as a group here, whether it's on YouTube, on uh, Facebook Live, or um, if you listen later on on any of the uh, podcast streams, um, let's see, podcast.com, iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, all, all those Podbean, everything that you can think of, just look up Let This Mind Be In You Ministries Podcast on just about any of the major platforms and it should come up. Uh, but leave a comment there if you, if you can. And if you can't get a hold of me any other way, you can always write me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Please hit me up there and uh, leave comments, suggestions, questions, whatever you want to do there. Uh, just keep it clean. All right, so we're going to get started. I see my mom and dad are on YouTube and bouncing probably back and forth on my Facebook too, which would be really nice. And uh, we have the Brodsky family joining in. 
Hello to you over there on Facebook Live. Good to see you. And uh, let's see, Dan Carr looks like there, and my wife, and ooh, Elmer over there, uh, one of my uh, chief buddies that uh, we served together at uh, my last command. So good to see you there, Elmer. Good to see you. I think that's everybody. I made all the announcements, did we? Hey, at the end of uh, the broadcast tonight, um, if you have any kind of prayer request you'd like uh, to pray for, we'll, I'd like to pray at the end of this uh, broadcast today, uh, all of us together. So if you have any kind of prayer request, uh, make sure you make a little note, say prayer request, such and such. Um, you don't have to put names if you don't want to or certain you know specifics, but uh, I would love to pray for you. Uh, I spoke to a brother uh, in Christ a couple days ago on uh, Skype, and uh, he was going through some things, and and it just kind of reminded me that we are to be in prayer for each other, to be edifying and exhorting one another, and to provoke each other to good works. And I think that's one of the things that we could do is go in uh, in this one spirit that we have uh, in prayer. So, if you have any prayer requests, please um, put that either on the Facebook feed or on the YouTube feed. All right, so be thinking about that. Also, at the end, if we have time, we'll obviously go through some questions and uh, just anything that is on your mind as far as uh, through the book of Galatians. Um, something that maybe the Lord has shown you in the book uh, of Galatians as we've been studying through, something that spoke to your heart, I would love to hear from you on that as well, okay? See that? I can see you, Mom. Mom went from YouTube, went over from YouTube over to Facebook. So I see, I see you doing that. Okay. I need to get off of this right here, and I think we'll be ready to go after that. Brother Jake Mays, I see you on there on the, uh, on the YouTube stream. So good to see you there on uh, actually live. So he's uh, joked before that uh, he uh, sometimes forgets uh, what day it is and uh, forgets I do this on Thursday night. So it's good to see you here on a Thursday night. And I'm trying to check in, Brother Tim. Obviously, is here. That's great to see you, Brother Tim, Brother Gabriel, and uh, I'm sure more will be checking in. Um, if you want to check in, if you want to just uh, roger up and let me know who's in the uh, on the streams, that's uh, totally up to you. But it's always good to know uh, who's watching. YouTube or Facebook lets me kind of look and monitor, uh, but I don't even think that's always all that accurate. So. It says 13 people are watching, and it's only saying three of them on this one. So I, I, don't, I don't have any idea how all this uh, technology works or how they even track it. Sister Lizzie just uh, chimed in. Thank you, Sister Lizzie. I figured you and Tim were doing that. I saw Sister Lizzie. She posted something that made me really want some fish. Uh, she made some cast iron, I believe, salmon, some crispy salmon, and it looked really good, sis. So um, um, I'm going to have to make some salmon, or actually my wife will. I lied. My wife's the one that does all the cooking now, um, or always pretty much has, and uh, she's an excellent cook. That's why um, I need to get back in the gym as soon as all this stuff is over uh, because I'm starting to pack on the pounds again. So I can't help it. She, she knows what she's doing. I see uh, a sister, a, a sister chief here, uh, Leanne. Good to see you there, sis, on uh, Facebook. All right, let's get started, y'all. Uh, Galatians chapter 6, you notice I threw on that, uh, uh, that southern draw, that y'all with it. You know, I'm, I'm down south now, so I need to uh, get hip to the lingo and the vernacular and, uh, make, sure, <laughs> and to make sure that I'm, uh, I don't know, 
speaking the language. Anyways, I love it down here. It was steamy and hot today, though. I tell you what, at, coming from Pennsylvania um, and uh, the little bit moderate climate of Pennsylvania-Maryland border where we were living to down here, uh, I walked outside to let the dogs out this morning, and it was like, I don't know, it was probably in the mid-70s going towards 80, and uh, it was probably that in humidity as well, and I was like, whoa. I'm back, I'm back down south, so uh, definitely feeling that. But uh, anyways, that uh, totally uh, doesn't even have anything to do with the subject we're talking about tonight, and uh, it's just me spouting off and filling up some air. Anyways, all right, uh, let's uh, get started on Galatians chapter 6. Turn in your King James Bible to Galatians chapter 6, the um, Bible for the English-speaking people, uh, perfectly preserved, inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God, and uh, any other adjectives you want to throw on there that has to do with uh, how amazing it is that we have God's word, his, his guide to us, what he would have for us. We just need to have the mind of Christ. We have the Holy Spirit that teaches us, and we can go to the word of God and to see. And, you know, what's really interesting is people want to talk about modern-day problems, but uh, there's nothing new under the sun, as the Bible says. And uh, you want to seek solutions to your problem. Your first uh, problem in your life is, uh, is a sin problem. Uh, when you are lost in trespasses and sin, as the Bible says, but uh, if you come to the end of your self-righteousness, you come to that godly sorrow, you repent of those sins, and believe in the one that can do something about those sins. The one that came, God in the flesh, and died for you on the cross, was buried and rose again on the third day, and that was there to take care of that sin debt. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Remember, uh, you go back and watch the Gift of God series here on YouTube and Facebook. Go watch those videos and, and see how important that is. And once we're a new creature in Christ Jesus, then we have the mind of Christ to where we can study and learn and have these things that are spiritually discerned, as it says in 1 Corinthians 2. It's an amazing thing when you think about it. Christian, don't squander that, all right? Don't squander that gift, the gift of God. Let's get started, brethren and sisters. Verse number one of chapter six, Galatians chapter six and verse number one. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted, and right away... The entirety of this letter has been talking about self-righteousness and trying to bring people back under the bondage of the law, the yoke of the law, as we say, the yoke of bondage, as we read before. But look at this. It, it says, if a man be overtaken in a fault, brethren, it starts out with that. So these, this is a brother or sister in Christ. Look how we are to respond. Ye which are spiritual. Now, don't get puffed up and like, oh, that's me. I'm the spiritual one. Because look at the rest of it. Restore such an one in the spirit of meekness. Meekness, meekness, meekness. Okay? Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Before we get on our high horse, so to speak, just remember grace. That has been in the entire theme of the book of Galatians. Um, a lot of the books of the Bible is <laughs> about grace. God's grace. But especially this, this, this book has just really continually hammered home the point that it's about grace. And just to remember, consider thyself. Remember, uh, I can't remember, I think it's in Romans, or it might have been in 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, such were some of you, I think it's first, 
Anyways, somebody correct me in the uh, comments on that. But such were, such were some of you, the Bible says. Remember, 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 especially when you're dealing with brothers and sisters in Christ. Remember that grace. Next verse, verse number two, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, not the law of Moses, 1 Corinthians 6. Thank you, sister. Um, Remember, this is not the law of Moses. Christ fulfilled the law. The law is still there. Don't get me wrong. But it's there, as Galatians said, as the schoolmaster. It is there to teach you that you cannot fulfill the law. It's like, well, I got this down, I got this down, I got this law down. Oops, I broke that. And I believe it's in the book of James where it says you've, you've broken, I'm going to paraphrase, but you've broken the, one of the laws, you've broken them all. So it doesn't matter in this hierarchy, like we like to think in our, in our, uh, our hubris, we like to think that, well, this sin is really, really bad, and this sin, well, it's not so bad. No, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, all, as we uh, studied through in the book of Romans. But here, so fulfill the law of Christ. Christ fulfilled the law. He was the testator. He was the one that only won. And so when he said on the cross, it is finished. That's it. It's done. It's accomplished. And more than accomplished what needed to be taken place. Do you realize, you know, it says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. But that's the way God created it to be. But they were, uh, when people in the Old Testament and before Jesus Christ died, they went to paradise. They didn't go to heaven when they died. They still were separated, still in a, in a way, from God. They were in paradise, and they could see across that great gulf, as I believe it's in Luke, where it talks about the rich man and Lazarus. Jesus talks about that. There was a separated by a great gulf where he looked over into hell. But at the same time, they still were not in heaven yet. They still were not in the presence of God. There still was somewhat of that separation. The blood of bulls and goats and all these things were just there as a, as a covering. They didn't remove sin. But when the, sin, the death of the testator, as it talks about in the book of Hebrews, died, his blood took away all that. If, if God wanted to set it up any other way, he could have, couldn't he? Man in the beginning, Adam and Eve broke God's law. He could have made another way of escape, but he chose to come and to die on a cross, a cruel death, a, an unbelievable, um, unbelievably cruel death. And, you know, one day there's been people that have talked about what the crucifixion actually does to a human body. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point in time, but it's excruciating pain and death and agony going through the scourging and the mockery. Going well, he's God in flesh. He's going through this life, being completely vexed by the people that are around him. You know, knows the thoughts and intentions of people's hearts. He knew that, knowing fully well that he would die, they would reject him. He offered them the kingdom, offered him, and they rejected him. He was despised and rejected of men, as the Bible says. But he did all that. He bared your burden all the way to the cross. So now, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Verse 2 says, have the mind of Christ, brothers and sisters. That is the mind of Christ. He did not consider himself. He considered you and me. Just, Just the thought of that, to think about that, and to remember that should break your 
spirit. It breaks mine. It should break your spirit to think that the God of this universe, the creator of all things, uh, the word at the beginning was made manifest. He was shown clearly God in flesh. Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. When he came and he died, that was for you. He considered you. So now bear ye one another's burdens as he bared yours, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Verse number three, Galatians chapter six and verse number three, for if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Um, I'm working on a final college paper. Uh, I've been working on a bachelor's degree for 20 years, and I know there's, it's a man-made thing and all this kind of stuff, but um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd want to finish it, uh, get it over with. But one of the final papers that I'm writing right now, it's due next week, and uh, it talks about what's called toxic leadership. In that toxic leadership, the main thing that drives people is narcissism. This thinking that they're highly, they're, they're more than what they are. Well, Christian, we think that, well, well, we got this all under control, but don't we have that same spirit a lot of times where we think of ourselves something when we are nothing? That's what verse 3 is talking about. Think, for if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. The only thing good in us, the only thing good in us is Christ Jesus. That's it. That is, that's the only thing, uh, Paul even says that in several places in the Bible. Talks about, you know, anything good, it's from the, from the Father. That's it. Um, I don't know if I'm uh, buffering for anybody. I, I pray that I'm not, but uh, I think that I'm, everything's running pretty smooth. But uh, I just wanted to bring that up, too. Just look at verse 3 and how that really just drives home the point. Verse number four, but let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in, him, in, himself, in himself alone and not in another. So as you kind of think about this, it says, for if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself, but let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Simply speaking about, again, having this mind of Christ. Having the mind of Christ in how we deal with each other and, and be around there. But at the end of the day, remember, don't get puffed up because every man will have to give an account for himself. No one will stand in the presence and in, in front of uh, God one day and say, well, this person this and this person that, and well, this person here, he's going to answer for me. Everybody will give an account. Now, in Christ, we're, when we give an account, we're not giving an account for our sins. Our sins have been, <laughs> they're gone, as we talked about last week. They're no more to be remembered, never again. But what we do give an account is what we do in this Christian life. Kind of like uh, how you performed as the ambassador, okay? You're just going to give an account. Did you do these things in your own flesh and of yourself? Is that, well, that's the wood, hay, stubble that gets burned away. Did you do these things in the Spirit? Not quenching the Spirit, but you did it through the power of the Spirit and did all for Christ. That's the gold, silver, and precious stones. Just remember that. You'll have to bear that one day on your own. 
you'll stand and lose rewards and so forth and so on. But that's not because of any kind of sin account. Okay, those have been taken care of, Christian. The lost person, the natural man, you'll stand one day, though, and give an account for not receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. And you can't pay for those things. See, the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life. That's the only way you have salvation. No man cometh unto the Father, Jesus said, but by me. That's the only way. Jesus is the only way. Okay. So get back down here to um, verse, I think we left off in verse 6 here, verse 7. Pausing one second for technical kind of checkup. Doing good. All right. Verse number seven, be not deceived. (laughs) This is amazing verse right here. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now this, of course, these are, as I just talked about, those eternal rewards and so forth and loss of rewards. But think about this in this life, because look at this. Verse number eight, for he that soweth to his flesh shall the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So while this has a, um, this does have a, a connotation of a of the spiritual, the eternal. Obviously, um, it also talks about what in this life. And doesn't that make sense? If you live for the flesh in this life, you will reap the rewards of that. If I I talked about eating earlier, if you just eat and eat and just feed your flesh and oh, just the, that gluttony kind of stuff, and just you, know, you could develop diabetes and and heart issues and you name it. And so you're going to pay for that indulgence of the flesh. That's the best way I can kind of describe that. But it's also in the spiritual, obviously, but it also, you see, has the physical at the same time. But at the end, he says, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. That's an amazing thought because that's who we have life everlasting through, the gift of God, the Spirit. Verse number nine, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I told uh, Brother Jacob this the other day. He was uh, he's talking about writing on his book and getting frustrated a little bit, and uh, I think he was on a, a comment or, or a text or something like that, and I said, be not weary in well-doing, brother. And that's the thing that we should be exhorting each other. That's the importance of the, of, of the body is to have... Um, the mind of Christ, consider each other to provoke each other to good works. And that's what it's talking about here. Don't be weary in well-doing. And that's what I labeled this, uh, this today uh, as this, uh, this live stream, uh, both on YouTube and Facebook and so forth. Be not weary in well-doing. You know, that it's so simple, but it's so hard in practice. We think about this, and we, and we read it, and we, I'm a hold to that promise. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It's, it's a farming term. You know, if you plant the seed, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go out there the next day, it's not there. It's like, oh, I spent all that effort to plant the seed, and there, you'll reap one day. Sure enough, if we faint not. And uh, it's very simple to say, I guess, but very hard to think about on a day-to-day basis because we're just... Our spirit groans within us. Our flesh is weak. All these things that we've talked about, 
but that is why we are to lift each other up. And that's kind of the importance of uh, what I was talking about going um, later on in this stream, in this broadcast, of talking about let's just pray tonight, uh, bury each other's burdens, uh, bury one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. It really convicted me reading that. And when it talks about be not weary and well-doing. So as I was studying and getting prepared for this, I wanted to really just leave the opportunity for anybody to, to write in the comment section. Uh, if you watch this video later on down the road, um, write it in the comment section, whatever a prayer request, or here, if you're here on this stream, uh, please put it in the comments, uh, whatever your prayer request would be, um, both on Facebook and YouTube. But at the same time as well, you can always email me if you want to be a little bit more private at ltmbiy at yahoo. Um, I really want to just exhort you, um, find some people locally uh, that uh, are of like mind. Try to find people, you know, some people aren't, um, are not spiritually mature yet. Uh, they may be looking for somebody that is uh, uh, spiritual, you know, somebody that's uh, able to be able to teach them and help them, um, a mentorship kind of, uh, kind of thing, you know, people label it discipleship, whatever you want to label it. I think that's just being a, a Bible follower. Uh, that was, that's the plan. Uh, we do have the Holy Spirit that teaches us, but there is men that are conduits that help uh, teach people. And uh, those that have the gift of teaching and they have, they've studied and they really have the ends of their conversation, so to speak, is, is, is right. Um, boy, you need to be uh, seeking out people that you can help lift up. So, um, because there's a lot of people that um, maybe are out there and they're looking for somebody for that encouragement. So I just want to give you some encouragement tonight to be looking for those people. Um, be a help wherever you can. Reach out. Uh, time is drawing very, very near. Uh, it is there. We are not long for this world, brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, you know, Christ could come at any moment. So you know, has been almost for every moment. You know, we're not. <laughs> We really believe that. I believe that sincerely, that the Bible teaches that the imminent return of Jesus Christ uh, has been, there's nothing hindering him uh, since 2,000 years ago. Um, but it just seems like today, time is really drawing near. There's a lot of things going on in this world. So I just want to encourage you, be not weary in well-doing. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not, it's coming. Okay. It's coming. It's, it's, it's almost here. Be not weary brothers and sisters. Let that be an encouragement. Let the Bible be an encouragement to you on that. Verse number 10. Here's what we just, uh, that I was just get done talking about. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, not just brothers and sisters in Christ. It's, it's, it's amazing because he says, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Wow. How convicting is that? Paul, you know, this is not written to the Jews. This is not dispensationally um, something in the Gospels or something in like maybe Hebrews or James where we can kind of back and forth. This is Paul in his ministry through the power of the Holy Spirit that says this. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men. Now, the best thing you could do for men that are without the faith, as it's talking about here, those that are without, the best thing, the good that you can do is give them the gospel. Have a gospel conversation and give them the good news. 
proclaim, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. But it says, as we all have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. I think my dad may be here on Facebook or, or YouTube. Um, really quick, Dad, I, I paid attention all those years as I was growing up. Uh, every time that uh, with your extensive Bible uh, college knowledge, where you, re, you really drove home the, the point of what all means in Greek. And I remember it, and it means all. That's it. <laughs> Everything. All men. You know, we don't, have a, we don't have any wiggle room. This is not a legal document that we can try to find a, uh, a loophole. All means all. That's it. Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. And again, that's why I really was you know, kind of convicted when I was going through this study. It's like, wow, you know, I, we do these broadcasts. I do this broadcast just about every week. And uh, I talk to a lot of you personally. Um, you know, one-on-one through Skype or through a phone call or something like that, but uh, I'm just not enough. I have more opportunities to do good unto all men, especially unto you, them, who are of the household of faith. Here's Paul wrapping up uh, his letter. In verse number 11. I think this is interesting. Um, just for your situational awareness, uh, a lot, some people think that this reason, Paul wrote this in his own uh, handwriting. And when it says, uh, you see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand, we see, okay, Paul wrote his own letter. And said, boy, Galatians is not really all that long. He wrote, I mean, Romans, that letter is really long. He wrote really long letters to the church at Corinth twice, you know, we have there. And I don't understand. How is this a large letter? And that's why some people think that when it says a large letter, that uh, because of his eyesight, this is another one of those things that think that uh, that people think that this is was that Paul's thorn in the flesh that he had poor eyesight, and so when he wrote with his own hand, he had to write larger letters. Uh, I don't know how true that is. Uh, that's not really extra biblical. That's just something free. Okay, I'm not trying to base a, uh, a doctrine on that or anything like that by any means, but uh, I just think that's interesting in verse 11 as he wraps up this letter that he wrote it with his own hand. Uh, some of those other ones, uh, the letters that Paul wrote, um, it, it, you know, he'll even say who wrote those, the letters for him. Now, this could also be because maybe he was in prison and, uh, you know, there's low light in a Roman prison or something like that. I don't know. Um, but the, that's just some thoughts on verse 11. And my dad wrote in here on Facebook, all means all, and that's all, all will ever mean. I remember that lesson very well. Verse number 12. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. Um, again, the Judaizers, the ones that were trying to bring people under bondage. Here's a really good example of this. Um, they try to do this with Timothy, okay? They, uh, it, there was these, these people that were just so wrapped up in the circumcision that uh, Paul says that he circumcised Timothy. <laughs> and uh, I always, you know, not to get any kind of graphic or anything like that on, on, on a family broadcast here, uh, but I always think about that and just kind of like, man, 
it was such a big problem that Paul would had to do that to Timothy and just the, so there wouldn't be any kind of, you know, just to keep the peace, so to speak. Uh, wow, man, that's, that's extreme. And then I think about the state of modern Christianity and I'm like, mm, well, maybe not to that, uh, physical extreme, but boy, do we not get wrapped up in the law? Men preaching their own uh, traditions and philosophies like they're thus saith the Lord and so forth and so on. And it just really drives home the point that there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> okay, there's nothing new. Anyways. But uh, to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. For neither they themselves, verse 13, who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised that they may glory in your flesh. See. It's like, well, I got that person over there to do exactly what I wanted them to do. Oh, so they can glorify in themselves. Boy, isn't that true? I'm, you know, anybody that's been around Christianity, again, I'm putting the air quotes, but anybody who's been around Christianity for a long time uh, will tell you they've seen people that glorify in their own flesh when, you know, this person over here, boy, they gave up all this stuff, and boy, that was because of me. They might not come out there and say that, but that's the spirit, and you can sense it really quickly, uh, that that's a spirit that a lot of people have. It's the same thing back here in Galatians. And that's why I said there's nothing new under the sun. So anybody thinks that, well, this is a modern life, Brother D'Angelo. This is not, uh, the Bible's not really applicable to today. It sure is. It's timely. It's timeless. The Bible. That's because this is not some sort of man-made document. This is Holy Spirit-inspired, breathe document. This is the mind of Christ. This is the word of God. That's how important it is. But, and that's what it says there. But verse 14, but God forbid that I should glory. And here's the attitude. Here's the mind of Christ. Here is how we wrap up the final. Here it is. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. There's the mind of Christ. I die daily. That's what Paul says, and that's what we should do, brothers and sisters. Die daily. Die to the flesh. Don't glory in your own flesh. Anything that's of you, and hey, all praise and honor and glory to the Lord. All praise, honor, and glory to the Lord, not of me. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. So Paul says, whether you're Jew, again, whether you're Jew, Gentile, it doesn't matter. In Christ Jesus, we are one because it's one spirit. The spirit that draws and seals you into the day of redemption is the one that does the work. So it doesn't matter. Jew, Gentile, does not matter at all. But a new creature. Paul says that... Uh, all things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Wow. We're changed. And one day, this flesh will, this corruption will put on incorruption. Finally, on that day, the whole body, soul, and spirit will be redeemed. Because remember, the earnest possession, as I think we've already talked about in Romans or even here in Galatians, I'm forgetting right now, but the earnest expectation, that earnest is the earnest money. It's already been predestined. Once you get saved, it's predestined that this corruption will put on incorruption. Write it down as fact, because the Bible has it. It's a promise. 
It will happen. We're not subject to wrath. We will one day be caught up in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And that's why the church of Thessalonica, if you go through there, was being persecuted, and people were telling them that they already missed the resurrection, and, oh, boy, they're not going to, and Paul had to tell them, look, look, don't let them try to take away your joy. Here's the promise. We're new creatures. In verse 16, as we wrap up the last couple verses here, and as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. From henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. It's almost like, you know, you write a letter or you're you're wrapping up a conversation, and this is almost like Paul's just saying, look, this is the this is almost like you could say this is the final word I have on this. This is it. From henceforth, let no man trouble me. He said Paul was, was through with this attitude and this thinking. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. He says, I bear my body. He got beaten. He was stoned to death. <laughs> There's all sorts of different things. He says, I'm I'm done. This is this is over. No more. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Brethren, verse number 18, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Bless. Amen. And brethren, sisters, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit as well. From me to you. So that's Galatians. That is the book of Galatians. It only took us, I don't know, eight weeks, (laughs) six chapters, and two months uh, because we had a two-month or two-week layoff there because of the move. All right. Who's still on Facebook? If you're still on Facebook, give me a, a wave or something. If you're still on YouTube, give me a hello. Let's go back through here a little bit. Um, I don't see any. I don't see any prayer requests yet. Oh, excuse me. I got a new headset and uh, yeah, the the headphones are a little bit bigger. Uh, okay, so Luke Snyder and a few other people. All right, so remember, if you have a prayer request, please uh, leave it here. Anybody have any questions here? Let me go back up through here. Everybody was pretty silent. Everybody was just enjoying uh, reading God's Word, which I was as well. So, Yes, sister, I did see your salmon. Yep, it, it, looked, it looked good. I bet it was. Uh, Verse 11 reminded me of Galatians 4.15. So let's go back through there here. Let's uh, go on back here, Galatians 4.15. So verse 11, let's read that first. You see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand. Uh, Verse 15 of chapter 4. Yeah. Where is then the blessedness uh, ye spake? spake of, for I bear you record that if it had been possible, ye would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. Yep, Like I said, that's one of those things that uh, people kind of narrow in or focus in on talking about how they believe that that was probably one of Paul's ailments. And if you got beaten up that much and got uh, stoned, uh, (laughs) you know, you got rock stone at your head. Um, If you really... If you really think about how brutal a stoning to death is, uh, 
I mean, uh, so there's ways of doing it, but one of the ways of doing it, uh, un- you know, I, unfortunately I, I did see a video. Um, it wasn't a, it was just a reenactment, but what it was, was a, um, I believe it was in one of the Muslim countries. I, I don't know, Afghanistan, Pakistan, whatever. Um, I, th- I think it was under like a Taliban rule. Um, but what they did was they, they buried the person. Um, in this instance, it was a lady. They buried them up to their neck um, in the earth. And so only their head was exposed. And so, you, you, you know, I don't want to, again, get graphic, but your arms, you can't, uh, your arms can't obviously deflect away, you know, the stones that are coming at your head. And, and they're throwing rocks. And, and uh, so if you survive that, I mean, like Paul died because of a stony. And um, he was offered or ushered into the third heaven, he said. And uh, whether in the body or out of the body, he didn't know, uh, so forth and so on. But when he was stoned to death, uh, maybe that was one of the repercussions. He got hit in the head several times with a stone and uh, maybe messed up his eyesight. I don't know. Uh, Paul says that God gave him a thorn in the flesh so that he wouldn't uh, glory um, in what he saw. so it's a good point. It could be very well, and I don't have any problems with that. Uh, we do have we do have a prayer request. Brother Jake uh, May says here, prayer request to is not to be weary and well-doing. That's a great one. Uh, we can pray for that as well. Um, that's for all of us. But uh, I'll be praying for you, Brother Jake, on that. As uh, you're trying to do well and well-doing, not to be weary. Well, we got about 15 minutes, um, or we'll wrap it up early tonight. It, it doesn't really matter to me, but uh, uh, so I'll give it a few more minutes. What else? Oh, okay. Uh, be reading ahead. Um, as I was going through this tonight, I, I did get peace that we should go through the book of uh, uh, Ephesians. Uh, so I, I can't wait. So Ephesians chapter 1 next time. Uh, so be reading ahead in the book of Ephesians, be studying through that as we study together, um, as we go line by line, precept upon precept, as we go through the book of Ephesians next. Um, be praying for me um, and my family as uh, getting close to deploying, uh, where I'll be gone for you know a good period amount of time, about six, seven months. Um uh, I will be able, as of right now, I'll be able to take um, basically my road uh, setup as far as, uh, like, I won't be live streaming because I, where I'm going to be at will probably be about 3 o'clock in the morning if I were to go live right about this time. So that's probably not going to work out <laughs> for me anyways. Uh, so, um, but I want to, when I'm on deployment, I'll have the opportunity to do a lot more produced videos and studies. So I want to go, start going through those things that I've really been kind of putting off cause I haven't really had a whole lot of time to get them prepared, but I'll have nothing but time seems like, uh, when I'm on deployment. So I want to start going through different studies. Uh, one of those studies would be on creation and, and Genesis and just really simply going through what the Bible says about that and through the entirety of the book of Genesis not just creation, but the, the first book of the Bible um, and how important that is foundationally to us as believers and just some things through there. And then I kind of want to, believe it or not, even get into some of the Levitical law um, just because 
you can show a comparison of what things that were and now that has been fulfilled that are not really around anymore. Um, so just be thinking about that. I also want to do some through study of the book of Revelation. Now, a lot of people, um, a lot of brethren that I know have done great studies on this, but I, what I'd like to do is just really just go through verse by verse. And um, I know a lot of people have done that, but I'd like to go through that. And then I'll give you some of my thoughts, okay? I'll be very specific when I, one of these are thoughts, not, um, you know, if, if the Bible's not clear on something and, and I don't see it, then I'm just going to give you what I am at. And again, like I've told people before, I am not opposed to having my mind change biblically. And uh, so I think those will be very interesting to go through as well. I see my, my niece, Sarah. So good to see you, Sarah. I think she's at work right now. So checking in real quick. Anyways, uh, we see a couple more prayer requests in here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so uh, Brother Gabriel's talking about his grandma. His grandmother has been, um, well, she looks like stricken with fear over this, uh, the, the pandemic, uh, this coronavirus thing, as in a lot of people are there, uh, brother. A lot of people, um, I don't know the spiritual condition of your grandmother, uh, but again, as, as, you know, I pray that she's a Christian, uh, but if she does not, um, then she is going to have that spirit of fear. But God has not given us a spirit of fear. So very first and foremost, I'll be praying for her spiritual condition. Uh, I pray that she is saved, but um, if not, that maybe it'd be an opportunity for you to to witness to your your grandmother there. Uh, but pray that she has the courage to leave her house. He says so. Yeah, yeah, has panic and worried about catching it potentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brother Gabriel says that his grandma is a professing Christian, so maybe use this as an encouragement. Uh, give her the word of God, there, brother. And but we'll be praying for your grandmother. Uh, Brother Gabriel's grandmother. All right, uh, not too much more dead air, but we got a couple of prayer requests that we can pray for. Um, I made announcements, talked about what's coming down the road. Also, be praying. This is kind of not really off topic, but uh, for this ministry and what God would have for this this ministry and uh, these broadcasts, what it's going to involve uh, in down the road if the Lord obviously does not return, um, what he would have this to be. Uh, one of the things that I've thought about is, um, you know, taking questions and answers and, and doing that live. Like, I have the ability to now uh, a couple different ways. I just have no way of screening the phone calls or the Skype calls or so forth and so on. And what I don't want to do is not that I'm necessarily nervous, um, but I don't want somebody coming on and being profane and different stuff like that because I, I just don't want to hear it. Uh, so uh, just be praying about that, what, what God would have with that. So I'm looking on Facebook, nothing on Facebook here.
All right. So with that being said, uh, we're, as we wrap up these last 10 minutes, oh, another prayer request here from Brother Tim. That we pick the most affordable and high quality tiny home builder. That's right. I did see something about uh, Brother Tim and Lizzie, uh, Sister Lizzie, did purchase some land. And now they're going to be looking to build. And there looks, it looks like they're going to do um, what I guess you would call the world calls a minimalist uh, lifestyle. <laughs> they're looking to build a tiny home and uh, do all that kind of stuff. Um, my wife is on here, I believe, and she'll tell you that uh, if it weren't for the fact that we have a couple little little ones, um, I would go minimalist myself. Uh, and I've really researched that, and I've really looked into doing a lot of that stuff. Um, it's just not uh, it's not doable right now. I'm not saying that the Lord won't change our mind uh, down the road, but we'll see. But yes, we'll definitely be praying for you, Brother Tim and Sister Lizzie, as you look to build a tiny home. I can't wait to see what that looks like. I'm sure it'll be excellent, and uh, I'm sure it'll be filled with the aroma of good cooking, as Sister Lizzie will be on that cast iron skillet with some salmon. So, All right, brothers and sisters, if there's no more prayer requests, there's no more comments, there's no more questions, uh, we're about ready to go to the Lord in prayer here. And uh, what's amazing, too, um, as we, before we pray, What's really amazing is the fact that the Bible says that uh, more than we can even ask or think, uh, that the Spirit maketh utterance, um, we, he, he intercedes for us. There's all sorts of different verses on that, and in the, in the thought that even if we don't know how to articulate or even say, God knows our hearts. And as when we cry out with His Spirit, remember, we now have the spirit of adoption wherein we cry, Abba, Father as we looked at in the book of Galatians. Boy, just to think about that, as we have the Spirit of Christ, the mind of Christ, we have that now, that when we go to prayer, we surrender our will to His. That's the example. Because remember, Christ in the garden said, not my will, but thine. Gave us the perfect example. That was for our learning, brothers and sisters, because we have the same Spirit. Jesus Christ was all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And that's for a reason. There's so much importance to that. It's unbelievable. And we've talked about that before. But let's pray. And as we pray, we remember um, uh, Brother Jake talking about to not be weary and well-doing. And that's a great one uh, as far as for us to remember. Remember the book of Galatians and remember grace and how we are to treat each other. And I will treat all people. And then be praying for Brother Gabriel's grandmother. And as she is a professing Christian, that she would understand that uh, even if she walked out the door and were to catch a virus or catch anything, a bus, <laughs> and, I mean, it, it doesn't matter that at the moment of death, we don't actually die. Because the soul will never die. We know that we are sealed into the day of redemption. And that we will never die. We have everlasting life. That's John 3.16. So be praying that she remembers that uh, as a professing Christian. And be praying for Brother Tim and Sister Lizzie. Uh, yes, I see you, Sister Debbie. So Sister Debbie, her husband, and uh, he actually had uh, the virus, but he had some lung conditions before that. So um, I believe he's recovering. Um, and he's doing okay, but we'll be praying for uh, 
for Mike there, uh, Sister Debbie, okay? I think that's it. I don't see any other ones, and if one's come through, um, leave them in the comments below, and uh, we'll, we'll remember those, okay? Yes, my mom says, absent from the bodies, be present with the Lord, amen and amen. So let's pray. Uh, I'm going to take another sip of coffee here, and uh, we'll get calm and go to the Lord in prayer. All right, let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord, we, we thank you so much for the, as we've studied through the book of Galatians, how excellent, how amazing, how outstanding is your grace, and how we now know that we have liberty in that. We don't have fear, as has been mentioned before. We, Lord, to be absent from this body is to be present with you. Whom shall we fear? And uh, Lord, I, I pray for Gabriel's grandmother. Lord, as this, uh, this lady uh, has, professes to be saved and be a Christian, Lord, I just pray that, uh, that you, you have promised in your word that you have not given us a spirit of fear. And Lord, I just ask that um, this lady, as, as she's um, living in this fear, I guess you would call it, from this virus that is out there, and Lord, these things, there's many things in this life that will kill us. But Lord, we know that, uh, as has already been mentioned, that you, you've taken care of that. You made a show openly over death. You, you rose from the dead. We know we have that blessed hope that one day, no matter what happens in this life, that will either be caught up or will be changed in a moment and tweakingly an eye. And those that, will not, that are still alive and remain will not even hinder us if we die before that happens. Lord, we're so thankful for your word. Lord, help this lady to lean on your word. Help Brother Gabriel to be a help, to be an encouragement, and to be seeking for those opportunities to be that encouragement. Lord, we pray for uh, Mike French. And Lord, uh, you know why we're praying we know of his health conditions and everything lord we just ask that you would um, you would touch him and uh, lord uh, just use this for him to grow close to you for him to draw to you and uh, help our dear sister debbie as uh, she ministers unto her husband and lord help her to be the the wife that you would have her to be and uh, as she goes through this lord give her patience um, give her meekness give her temperance and Lord, we just ask that uh, you would help in that situation in all matters. Lord, we ask for prayer as um, she, uh, Sister Debbie, is well-doing right now for all men, specifically her husband. Lord, as Brother Jake asks for prayer, that we not be weary in well-doing. Help our dear sister not to be weary in that well-doing. Help our brothers and other brothers and sisters in Christ as they go through this life. Lord, it's easy for us to be vexed. It's easy for us to get our mind on these things of this world. Lord, help us to be um, dying daily. Help us to be crucify this world so that we're dead to this world, that these things don't bother us. And Lord, I know they still do. Lord, forgive us for when that happens. Lord, we know you have already forgiven us. Lord, help us to have the mind of Christ. Help us to have your mind, Lord, on these things. 
And Lord, that you're not looking for the things of this temporal, but the, of the eternal. So Lord, help us to lay up stores in heaven. Uh, Lord, don't help us to, uh, to be concentrating on the riches of this world. And with that being said, Lord, we know we still have to live in this world. So as Brother Tim and Sister Lizzie build this, uh, this home on this property that you've given them, Lord, uh, they're trying to be good stewards with what you have given them. Lord, be us asked that you'd help them in finding what they would need to have. And Lord, as you work your, your way, Lord, help them to surrender their will to yours. And as they seek your will in all matters, and Lord, we just ask prayer for that. And together, Lord, help us, as it already been talked about as we went over in here in Galatians chapter 6, Lord, just to be considering each other. Help us to consider each other more, sir. Just the, the things of this life get in the way, and they, they, they make things, well, in our minds, difficult. But, Lord, you've taken care of all those things. Help us to remember that and not to get so wrapped up in this world to not concentrate and to be thinking about the brothers and sisters in, this Christ, in, in Christ, Lord, that are just going through the same life that we are. And, Lord, help us to look for those opportunities. Lord, help me. Lord, help me not to be uh, puffed up and high-minded. Help me to help restore people. Lord, you've given us this commandment. Lord, you've given us this, uh, this thing to fulfill the law of Christ. So, Lord, help us to have the mind of Christ in all these matters. And, Lord, we will give you all the praise and honor and glory because in us there's no good thing. We, Lord, help us to just tamp down this flesh. We ask all these things in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, I thank you for joining me here tonight on Let This Mind Be In You. I've seen a couple other people come through here as I looked up here. Uh, Brother Shane Shockey, my, 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 oh man, my brother in the Lord. Brother Shane, I miss you, brother. And um, Millie Grace and Dominic do as well. Uncle Shane. So, and Brother Tony Ledbetter. I hope you're still on here, brother, but uh, hello to you, sir. Um, boy. Um, known our family for a long time, Brother Tony Ledbetter. And uh, I would say, like, I'm going to butcher Creole, but sac passe. That's about all I got. <laughs> Anyways, he's worked with the Haitians for many years. Uh, he works now down in the Miami area where there's a huge uh, Haitian population and uh, giving them the, uh, the good news, the blessed um, gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. and. Um, to the Haitian people. And uh, I've actually been, I got a little bit of time. Um, I, I was raised around one of my uh, closest friends. His, his dad and mom were down, have still down um, that ministry down in, in Haiti around uh, St. Louis de Nord, which is up in the northern parts of the country. And, uh, but a few years ago, boy, this is a long time ago now, but the Haitian um, earthquake, and I actually got to see I went down there to be a help uh, after that earthquake, and boy, goodness gracious, Whew. that that nation was completely destroyed, completely destroyed, uh, and it was it was sad to see. But uh, more than anything, uh, that that is a nation that just like anybody else, those people need the Lord, and uh, 
Brother Tony, be not weary in well-doing there, brother, as you uh, continue to minister. His wife, uh, Sister Kim, I think has a little bit of medical issues uh, that does not allow them to be in the country of Haiti anymore. So they minister there in Haiti, or in, well, I guess you would call it Little Haiti in um, Miami, so around that area. I may be wrong on that, brother. Uh, forgive me if I am. But anyways, uh, before we wrap up, I see a couple more comments, so we'll mention those real quick. Uh, Brother Gabriel says, thank you, Michael, for praying for my all praise to the Lord, brother. It's, you know, thank you for even mentioning that and bringing that to uh, the brothers and sisters in Christ here. Uh, And Brother Jake May says, coffee late at night. We are one mind on this. Yes. And since I'm not at work until Monday, and by the way, the the beard goes away here in a few days, but... um, I, I'm actually drinking fully leaded, uh, caffeinated coffee right now. Uh, but normally, on, when I'm working, it's a it's a work night. Um, I still drink coffee, but it's decaf. It's not as good, but uh, whatever. <laughs> and anyways, oh, amen for your ministry, uh, brother Tony, uh, brother Tony Ledbetter. And again, brother, I don't remember how long have you been ministering? If you got a few minutes that, or a few seconds that you said, how long have you been uh, ministering there to the, uh, the Haitian people? I uh, will look for that answer here. Brother Jake, it was good to see you. I, and, and again, I meant to wrap it up, but I feel like kind of like fellowship in here. This is my last uh, night for a while that I'll be able to get, stay up a little bit later. So those that are tuning in uh, later on or those that are listening to the the uh, podcast version the audio podcast on your platform you're like boy it just keeps going and going but it is it is nice to be able to talk to people even if it's just through a camera right now uh boy brother tony says 23 years 23 years been dealing with the uh the haitian people oh wow i just got a text message from uh, a brother down here said that he started a watch party. That's good. And uh, it seems like a couple of congressmen and senators and the governor of the state of Mississippi was watching at one point. Wow. So I hope they got the gospel. I hope they heard the word of God and um, that uh, his word would not return void. Uh, That's all we can pray for, okay? Just preach the word out there. Be ambassadors. Give the word of God today, tomorrow, every opportunity. Look for those opportunities. And as we wrap it up for tonight, thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You on a, uh, another Thursday night. Next Thursday night, we'll be in Ephesians chapter 1. So please join me in Ephesians chapter 1 and uh, be studying ahead on that as well. Okay? God bless you. It was great to have everybody here on whatever platform you were on. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining me here in my home studio. And um, if I don't see you face-to-face in some sort of Skype or face-to-face uh, live, Uh, One day we'll get a chance to uh, fellowship forever and ever and ever and ever as we give honor and glory to whom honor and glory is due for all of eternity. Amen and amen. Love you in the Lord. Have a great night and God bless you.